0: designed to bring you through the epic, life-changing moments of elite sellers, so you can experience your own sales transformation. Hey, before we start today's episode, I wanted to bring you in on the best-kept secret in B2B sales. If you're serious about social selling and your only strategy is cold DMs through LinkedIn, you're missing the mark big time. Learn how a fully managed revenue generating podcast can change your life and your pipeline at salescast.co. All right. Welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation. Very excited to have Tom Slocum back on the show. I think this is his second, maybe even third time. I don't know, but I love having Tom on the show. Um He's a 15-year sales vet helping the next generation find a career in sales. He's the VP of sales over at Trainio and founder of Community. Um, so Tom, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's been a jam. I think it is like our second or third, um, but it's always just so much fun jamming with you on, on the world that we're in. We cross over so often, uh, but things have been a whirlwind. It's been a, a last couple months of major changes, major growth, uh, but I'm very excited about it all. It's been a good time.
0: Yeah, so lot's changed since you've been on the show last. Why don't you tell people a little bit who maybe haven't you know heard you on the show before? Just give them a little bit of background. You know, where did your store sales story kick off?
1: Yeah, my sales story kicked off 15 years ago, uh, back in the year of 2007, uh, when I jumped into Discover Card financial services, um, and then it just kind of progressed from there. Right, I've I've done real estate, I've done car sales. Uh, I was a server, uh, worked at the restaurant industry. And then about six years ago, I found myself in uh, sales development, right? After being like a full sales cycle AE, I've only ever done outbound and education and GoDaddy and Yelp. And so I found this space that I really enjoyed. I love being a hunter. I love booking the meetings in that top of the funnel. And so uh, last six years, I've been building and scaling some sales development teams at a couple companies. And then two years ago, kind of took another pivotal move and moved into community. Uh, I joined Rev Genius kind of jumped in there, started building like a little uh, incubator for SDRs and AEs to kind of have a virtual sales floor back when COVID hit, right? Um, and now, mm-hmm. because of all this journey, now I've stepped into a VP of sales role within a company called Trainio. So I'm taking on their go-to-market strategy. I've got a squad of 4 SDRs. Um, and We're just rocking and rolling. And it's cool to kind of get back under the hood And then I'm in the progress of building out a brand new community uh, based around sales education, something really that's never been done before. It's a big project, uh, but we'll be launching that here in a few months and kind of towards the end of the year. But uh, it's been a hell of a journey, man. (laughs) It's been fun. I've done everything. Um, And it's just kind of cool to kind of see those pieces all come together and and build what I have today.
0: Yeah, man. Congrats on the new role. Uh, I have no doubt that you're going to absolutely crush it. Um, and I know that you know a thing or two about building community. So I know the, comput- the commu- community is going to be a wild success as well. Um, but give us a bit of a, give us some context, right? Because what we're going to talk about today is how to break into tech sales, right? Which is yep. through and through what you're doing today is helping people do that. And, but for people who maybe don't know what is, what is Trainio?
1: Yeah. Trainio is awesome, right? Um, so what Trainio is, is they're based out of the UK, Uh, through their founders, Sunil and Omar, who built this company based on their own experiences. They had broken into tech early on, and it was hard for them. They were from underserved markets. They didn't have the same opportunities as others. And it took them a hard time to get involved. And they found out once they got involved what this world opened up to, that they wanted to make a model to help others behind them do the same thing. So Trainio takes underserved, undervalued people that normally get overlooked or out of the UK or US market now that would love to break into the SDR role and and find out how to do it correctly, right? And get the skills they need to be successful in it. So they go through an eight-week program where they're coached by industry SaaS leaders on cold calling, email, branding, all the things they need, while also getting to play and experiment with the tech that these SDRs typically use in a day-to-day, right? So they can get their bearings, kind of understand the role. They're learning some health things now, some mental health things and trying to understand the the frustrations to the role, right? But they go through eight weeks, get everything you need to then uh, help have us help you land your first role as an SDR. We work with many companies that are open to taking these kind of roles and working with us. And so we'll put you in place with those um, when they have openings, right? To help you get in there. We do a lot of that work for you on that next step uh, that gets you placed. Uh, It's completely free to all the students, right? You just got to go to trainio.com, apply for the next cohort, um, and then we can get you in there, right? And you can go through the program. They're nightly classes, so they work within people's schedules. Um, They're not like at 8 in the morning, you know, they're late in the evening when everybody's done uh, so they could do normal stuff. Um, But it's great. It's a great company. I'm excited to be involved. Um, They have great values and, and truly care about the person to then put them in these great companies that make sense um, and can give them the support they need to build a healthy career and, you know, sales development.
0: Awesome. I I love everything about it. Um, So I'm curious, where do a lot of these overlooked, underserved people typically come from? Like a lot what of are they industries. doing now prior to wanting to get into tech sales?
1: A lot of them are teachers. You know, a lot of the big push is from teachers. Uh, we've got military vets who just kind of come out of the military, don't really know what to do next. But they've got those characteristics. Right. They're hunters. They're these individuals are gritty. Right. Resilient. Um, and They're just trying to find a home. Uh, bartenders, servers, uh, you know, young kids that are just getting out of college that want to take into the, get into the world of sales, right? Most of them got to start at that baseline SDR role and then work their way up. Um, So it's those kind of people, right? And a lot of those industries and people, our world is completely just non-existent to them, right? They don't know the the night and day of LinkedIn like we do, right? They ask, why are you posting on LinkedIn? Isn't that where you just find a job, Mm -hmm. right? They're not even tapped in. Um, Many of them don't know how to get in front of the interviewers, uh, you know, the HR, the recruiting people like we do. Right. We preach all the time. Go be creative. Go make videos. Go do this. And they're like, do what? How do you even do that? What are you talking about? Make a video on my phone? Like what? You know, they're just so they just don't have those opportunities and HRs aren't going to dig for those people, right? You don't see your HR team going to the local restaurants, right? Looking for talent, right? That's not what they're doing. So these no, people just go not. unnoticed. And, and unless they can find somebody to give them a helping hand or somebody like us that's tapped in that can guide them, they may never get in. They're just going to battle that every day, yeah. and never find out. They're getting hit in automated systems. So it's those kind of people uh, that, you know, just need some help. They're like, yo, I want to break in, but I, I need to help. Where do I go?
0: Yeah, it's tough, right? Because I mean, they're commonly going to be overlooked because of how they look on paper, maybe, right? Yeah. Like their past experience or wherever their current job is, um, they're going to be judged based on that, and it makes it really hard for these folks to to, to break into sales or even, you know, more specifically, tech sales.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're getting missed on paper, right? This teacher comes through. You can't even comprehend. And and the only way for you to sell yourself is to get that phone call and actually be able to speak to the person. If that never comes, they're just looking at what the paper says about you. And I've written off some resumes before and then got that person on the phone and been like, well, shoot, had I seen it like that? That's incredible, right? And you could kind of piece it together, but you need the context. So it's really missed. But you see... In our world, it happens every day, right? We know Elia Garcia was in hospitality, broke in very well. Julia from Dooley was a teacher, now is a customer success manager, right? With Dooley, big company. And these people, Joshua Morgan was a teacher coming over, right, Um, but they all had help, right? They found how how to get involved. They started putting in the work, but on paper, they didn't look good. They were rejected. Bree Sprague, you know, Bree, Bree came from the LMM world, right? She was trying to get into tech sales and they looked at that like it didn't even exist. And she was making six figures for like 10 years running MLMs, which if you've ever done them, they're they're tough, right? That's, that's a grind every day. But on paper, it was like, oh, you've been doing MLM for 10 years? That's not even a job. So she had a really hard time until people would actually speak to her and she broke down what her day-to-day looked like and the skills that she had and the mentality she had that that's then when people looked at her differently and were like, okay, you could transition here, but on paper, you were just like, no, I'm not going to take that. You didn't really, you know, you worked for an MLM.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, there's, if you think about it, there's gotta be so many hidden gems of people that would do so good in sales. Right. Because the funny thing is, is a lot of the things that people think make people good in sales Isn't always right. Right. Like it's really the person, right? And like even sometimes it might just be more about their background, like, you know, military people or, you know, people that have maybe had a little bit of a harder time just at life in general. Typically, from what I've seen, and I even know from my own personal experience, like I didn't go to college, I barely made it through high school. And like my first job was moving furniture, you know, and like I had to literally beg for my first sales job because even my stepdad didn't want to put his neck out there for me cuz he's right. like eh, i don't know if you're going to make me look bad here <laughs> right and, you're inexperienced you i'm know, not sure exactly so there's 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 so many hidden gems of of people that would do well um and and a lot of times you even see it where let's talk about tech sales specifically right where people yes. think like oh you've never sold software so like you're going to get passed up right so they may have sales experience and they might get passed up for you know, a tech sales job because they don't have tech sales experience as well.
1: That's even the harder one, right? Cause then you take it a next step, which is that, that experience of not just sales in general, but how do you do it with tech? Now you're going through another barrier and you're like, dude, how many barriers are there to get here, right? And how many do I have to jump through? Um, but you're right, you gotta look at the characteristics, right? If you're sitting there wondering, hey, am I built for sales? Like, would that be the life that I could do? You make a good point, right? Do you have a chip on your shoulder? Are you resilient? It, it's looking back at that word grit, right? Athletes do a phenomenal job. They know how to work as a unit. They've went through the struggles of those ebbs and flows, you know, on a sports team. They know what a loss is like and how to recover. Military vets do different things within their their roles, right? They know how to not leave a man behind and work as a mm-hmm. unit as well. Um, and they know what it's like to be at the very bottom, sleeping in a hole in the middle of Afghanistan for a night. Right? Um, you just got to look at teachers do a really good job, um, but you just got to find those characteristics where you know you've had a little hardship in your life. Um, because, and let's get to the why that is, right, Colin? Why why is it that you have to know that, or why is that that characteristic? It's because let's be real, eighty percent of sales is rejection. It's what we deal with more than any yeah. other thing we deal with in any part of the sales world. The number one thing everybody can align on that is in your friend circles or in in sales in general is it's the nose. It's the rejection. It's the the nasty calls you get or the things that are said to you via that email. And then taking even further, the pressures from your leadership team, right? And the rejection you're getting internally from trying to move up or get the support you need from your manager, it's just constant, really, it's a struggling role all the time. But then there's these moments of just magic. The 4th of July fireworks fire off and it keeps you going every day because there's those wins, those moments, the friendships, right? It's, it's a really great industry uh, and could really change somebody's life for long term. The skills are transferable um, and they help a long way. But you got to get over that rejection part first.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean a lot of these people that you have mentioned, you know, they eat rejection for breakfast, <laughs> right? It's like, real. oh man, somebody can tell me no on the phone. So what? You know, like yeah. I'm ready to make the next call. <laughs> <laughs> they eat, they they do eat it, um, man. They're hungry. All right, so tell yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So so tell me a little bit about the program. Like somebody that's you know getting started with Trainio, like. What are, you know, what is kind of, I don't know if we have enough time to go like all the way from A to Z, but just give me like high level, sort of break it down. Like what skills are you guys working on with these folks? You know, what does sort of day one look like? And, you know, what are you doing to get them ready, you know, to break into tech sales?
1: Yeah. So week one is all about the intro period, right? We're showing you the introduction to the program, what your expectations are going to look like, the frameworks. We're going to tell you what an SDR even does. And we do this very early on because sometimes people might find us and think that the SDR role is is what it's all out to be. Right. Then they dive in and they're like, never mind. Right. Not for me. I did not realize it was that way. So we try to get that early. Right. Let them know what they're going to be doing. We introduce them to the SaaS mm-hmm. industry, um, subsectors within their market maps, kind of understand what SaaS is all about. And then a wider overview of roles in the space. Right. Give them the ecosystem. Week two uh, is all about cold calling. Um, so week two, they start diving into understanding the challenges of cold calling. We bring in some coaches that come and do uh, some teachings from some of the industry. I do a few personally before I even joined you, I was doing a few. Some of the other homies that we both know come in and coach um, and try to give them those cold calling basics. Then week three, yeah. uh, we get into email writing, your messaging, sales engagement platforms, cold calling, um, and, object- and now within cold calling, the next piece, right? The active listening, the objection handling. But in that whole week, we're teaching you now how to go out to market with your message, what email writing looks like in today's modern uh, space. Again, we're having industry leaders that are very strong, like Will Allred, uh, Erica Stacey. Some of them come coach, talk a little bit about email And then we start introducing our first tech piece, uh, which is teaching them what a uh, sales engagement platform is or what we call an SCP. Uh, Then we go into personal branding, job hunting, uh, then interviewing, uh, booking the meeting, uh, lead gen discovery calls, tech tools, sales psychology, right? And now we start getting granular as the weeks go. Uh, And then the final week in graduation, we start introducing them to their metrics. What they're going to expect with their companies, what they're going to be tied to, how to over, uh, how to work within those. Right, understanding the typical day of an SDR, um, and then uh, we do professionalism day, where then we start showing them how to manage up and across within the org. So sending them up from day one on once that first hundred and twenty days, how they can start managing up, building their brands professionally within the orgs, and then go over some uh, sales methodologies that they might see when they go out there. And then we graduate and celebrate them, um, and then try to place them uh, in their roles in the next few weeks. After that, that's kind of high level. Just kind of the whole process. Wow, wow man, you guys,
0: <laughs> you guys cover a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a couple sessions. uh, It's a few hours a week that they're putting in. There's homework, there's assignments. um, Then they're just getting some jam sessions with industry leaders, right? For an hour or two to just kind of get the real life stuff that they're learning. Um, Like you would come in, right? Talk about some things within cold calling, share them best practices, what you're seeing in the space, and kind of align them to what they can expect and, you know, being a cold caller out there, right? Um, But we do it all, right? It's a full eight weeks. You're taking two, three years of SDR experience and condensing it into eight weeks, right? And not only just teaching them the SDR stuff, but let's just be real. The industry as a whole, SaaS, methodologies, metrics, professionalism, Mm -hmm. and and networking and personal branding and giving them those extras on there um, and then giving them a foundation to successfully interview. We run simulations. We put them through interviews. We have partners that work with us to do kind of false interviews to give them up to speed. Um, and give them everything they need. Um, I still mm-hmm. think it could take more than eight weeks, right? It will take you years to figure it out, but it's one of the most beautiful programs I've seen to truly put together to, to, from A to Z to give this person the best damn shot they could ever have at getting into the SDR role. I took one of their students as a hire internally. They gave me one of their students. Within day four, she already secured a hat trick She's now two weeks in. She's already booked 10 meetings. She integrated into HubSpot like crazy. The SCP we have picked up on all of it and she's just killing it. And I didn't have to do much enabling or training. She was ready to go from day one. It was incredible. I was like, damn, you know everything. She's like, I'm good. I'm ready. Get me on the phone. So I was like, okay. Um, And it's impressive, right? They're they're really strong candidates coming out of there.
0: Wow. All right. So, I mean... I'm curious, what is, uh, I mean, I know you haven't been in this role, you know, too long at this yeah. point, but I'm curious to know if you have some, some cool stories you could share, like just some, you know, like le- similar to the one you just shared, you know, with your own experience, but just, you know, some people that come through the program and, you know, I'm sure they, you hear, you know, what success looks like after they go through the program, get placed and then, you know, kind of how their life has changed. I was wondering if you could share maybe you know, one or maybe if we have time, two of those.
1: Oh, gosh, um, it is still early for me to know most of the customer, the, the I know I to kind of you on the spot
0: here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the one I do know is the one that happened internally, right? Just came out of it very really strong. Uh, we had another one, yeah. Robert, uh, who had never done sales in his entire life. Um, Robert Zanin. Um, he came yeah. through the program just recently and within three days of finishing the program had secured himself a job. And I was like, well, damn. He was like, there's no way it's going to happen wow. that fast. Um, and within three days of ending the program and graduating, he had already jumped in. And before that, he was a shipping and receiving clerk for alltech, right? Just a typical blue collar guy doing what we all do, yeah. right. And he went through the program found
0: would have right. never would have never landed <laughs> an interview
1: never dude would you have looked at that right like you're like no way he was there for you know a couple no i'll
0: be honest i'll be honest man i would have passed it up i I would have passed passed it up up. i'm not making fun right let's
1: be real like we would have i wouldn't have looked at it as hard as i would have right he was a mailing assistant a forklift operator right the typical blue collar stuff for the last few years yeah and it would have never hit your your resume box, you know, your interview box, especially when you're competing with the real salespeople out there that are also coming in that inbox, right? The, with the experience and things like that, and with all this auto scoring, you're never going to get that threshold. They're not going to put that one in front of us. So after all those years, he found Trainio, um, started in April, went through the program, just graduated at the end of the May, and within a few days landed his first job, starting in June at Delta Data as an SDR. And it was incredible. And it was like, damn. Um, And he, you know, killed the interview process. The company was like, this guy nailed it. We loved him so much and we'd love to extend an offer. So they took him and picked him. Um, And it was it was incredible. Um, And there's a few others um, that we've had. I'm trying to think. Um, We have a few in the interview process right now that have been incredible um, that have just. Yeah, let me let me think. I'll get back to you before we end and and I'll maybe have one or two more at the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's good, man. You shared two with us. So, so thank you. Um, it was there anything that he did specific that like really stood out to help him land that interview and get, and get the job
1: video. It was cool that he was able to do such a good video, um, for somebody that's not experienced in the world. He sent over a video to the interviewing manager um, in his yeah. outreach, he stepped into that and was like, cool. Did like a, I think it was like 45 seconds, really nice punchy video. And they thought it was cool. They were like, this is so creative and so confident the way he spoke to us, he wasn't you yeah. know shy or timid. He was just very confident and it really like hit us that he was interested and could do this role really well. Um, and so they were intrigued by that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy how just a 45 second video is enough to stand out and get your shot um, and basically, you know, stand out amongst the probably many people that are, were applying for that job. Right. It's like, they just need that first interview, just that shot. Um, And after going through a program, you know, they have the knowledge, they have the skills, they basically have the experience as if they have already been in tech sales. Um, But, you know, the hardest part is just getting that getting that first interview, getting that shot, you know? Well,
1: and what I love about this, too, is most of the time, right, like some of this can be self-taught. You can find a network, you can tap into books, YouTube, do a lot. But what I love that also comes with Trainio and what they do is they go to work for you. That's what's also cool, right, is we're finding companies that will work with you or be willing to maybe get an interview with you. You don't have to do that walk alone. It's not like, hey, here's eight weeks of training. You're all good. Best of luck. We kick you out and we hope you land a job. Right. That's shitty. Like, because you still the next step. I like you setting me up and I appreciate that foundation. But like now what do I go do? So that's where we step in also. Right. Yeah. We do have our partners. We are actively looking for companies that would explore these candidates. Right. And then we'll go get you those interviews and say, hey, Colin, we got you three set up this week. These people want to look at you. Um, so let's start pre- prepping. We'll get you into some interview prep and we'll have you ready. And we guide them through that to make sure they you know, give the best shot at getting themselves set up there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Man, Tom, this has been fun having you on again. Appreciate it. Any final thoughts? Where can people connect with you, find more about you, all that good stuff? What are we going to include in the show notes for them?
1: Ooh. Yeah, I think, you know, um the final thing I'll leave you with is, you know, Fight to get in, right? Don't give up. It's not going to be easy. It is going to be hard. I'm not going to lie. This sounds all great butterflies, but you're going to get rejected. You, you, we do have to go through quite a few interviews to get you know, these candidates dropped somewhere. It's not just immediate like Robert was, right? There, there are challenges, even for yourself when you go through it. So just remember, continue to keep moving forward, right? Keep putting yourself out there. Take the feedback you get, ask for the feedback during your process Um, So you can continue to get better. Right. And then lean on people. Ask for help. Don't be afraid. You can find me all over LinkedIn. Mm. That's my home. Um, That's where I live. You can go to LinkedIn. I'm Tom Slocum with a fire flame. And from there, truly, guys, you'll find everything you need on me. Links, everything else that you want to find, podcasts, all that good stuff. um, We'll all take you right from my LinkedIn. So one link, make it easy.
0: Awesome. I will drop that link in the show notes so you guys can all connect with Tom. Thanks again for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor, write us a review. It really does help us out on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And then also we're always listening for your feedback. You can go to salestransformation.fm, drop us a voice DM, and we will get back to you.